podcast, we could just be like filthy casual gamers. So Wait, so the, the filthy casual is this like splash? That's, like, that's how we refract ourselves. With the filthy yes. casual. Like the splash and six flags. With the filthy casuals. Yes. <laughs> Not casually filthy. Podcasting could be. I love casually filthy. Not gonna lie, <laughs> but I feel like casually filthy skirts that line, though. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, no, that I, starts I, okay. to get into With the explicit content. This is now a sexy podcast. We are sexy gamers. What? We're really... linking our OnlyFans. Whoa. But independently sexy gamers coming together. To be We're sexy sure in a podcast that's, that's not about sex. Linking their OnlyFans, which is just their workouts. Yeah. Oh, that's right. What mm. if we did that? What if we opened OnlyFans and then streamed our workouts on there? Bro, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> really? Have you actually been? <laughs> well, first so off, <laughs> <laughs> me and Amanda are just like, we're going to have... We're, we're going to have a house budget only fans mm. where we're going to do like a couple's only fans to pay for a house. Okay. And then I was like, why stop there? You know, I well, mean, there's gotta be, there's gotta be someone into watching like some shit, like a workout only fans could have like a, I think you the know, purpose like is to thing only pay the money that you earn from only fans to a house though. Yes. Yeah. We do. So however you earn it. Exactly. Yeah. However you earn it is, up to you. Only fans. Is this why you're back on Twitter now? That is why he's back on Twitter. This Gotta is why advertise. he's back on Twitter to advertise Definitely. his only. Oh shit! I followed you too. Mm. Probably. Yeah, bro. Get I feel like that's a conflict some... of interest if I follow. Get ready you. for some content you haven't seen since you were 13. <laughs> we, we gotta, we gotta get uh, you know, on some uh, get you on Twitch in in that you know home gym. You know, you can just like stream yourself working out. I that's feel like problem. that's a thing. That is definitely a thing. <laughs> what do you mean you feel like that's a thing? That's Dude, like I a don't know profession. It's probably in like the top ten professions in the U.S. right now. Just Instagram fitness. Coach. So who do you follow on Instagram if you don't follow Dude. fitness accounts? I'm starting from scratch. It's oh literally God. I follow Governor Wolf, Cavala, uh, like Joe Biden, like a couple representatives I like in PA. I follow Cuomo. I literally I've used Twitter for politics, and then Trump got elected, and then I deleted it. Oh my God! So if you were, if you were 18, I'm sorry, if you were 17, they would all tune into your OnlyFans. Right, mm. I'm too old. Maybe yeah, you're too old. You need to start so following some new people. Prime. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. What if I do it with a bong though? Welcome to Fitly Casuals. We are we're we're recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? It's... <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. That's the trick, bro. That's the trick. Start That's the, the trick. Time. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah. Welcome to Filthy Casuals. We've. Formerly, the podcast, formerly known as Aggressively Average, uh, we've recently rebranded after our illustrious two-episode history to become Filthy Casuals. There's more uh, than two. Uh, well, we don't talk about the the golden era. Of that's our pre, that's our prior branding to the rebranding. Yeah. That's been rebranded. We actually don't own the rights to that anymore. So yeah, uh, it's, it's, those those games are are done off servers. They're just yeah. they're done. We, uh, we'll probably get sued for talking yeah. about it. But yeah, welcome to Filthy Casuals, Patreon episode one. Only. 
season one. Yes. Oh, oh, where we start. Oh, yeah. On my screen. Or it's only frozen. fan subscribers only. I'll send a, an extra special link. Ooh. We'll put it in the show notes. Can't pass up. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes for sure. Mm-hmm. Filthy mm-hmm. casual. Filthy, dirty casual. Right. So, what have you guys been up to this week? (laughs) We launched our stream this week. We launched our Twitch. And we started playing... um, We started playing Destiny briefly. We played some Hades a little bit. Hades. And Christian, you have an independent stream going for your uh, illustrious League of Legends career. And so... And RuneScape, obviously, for sure, for sure. Do they know about us? Are we cool enough for them to know about us? Well, we had alerts that was on the Agro Average stream, mm-hmm. so, which I think is probably going to stay the name of the stream, and we'll just keep Filthy Casual as the podcast name. That's not confusing. I like that's it. totally not confusing, <laughs> and reflects very well how aggressively casual we actually are. Aggressively average, filthy it casual. It takes an aggressively average approach to have three different names for one podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally not confusing. Find that's almost one for each of us. Media, we got six different account people. Well, yeah, we're on the twitters. We tweet. We tweet out when we're when we're streaming on our Twitch. And but the Twitch is still aggressively average. This the Twitter is still aggressively average. We need to change that to filthy casuals. But we'll get there. We're we're prepared. Yeah, Rome wasn't built in a day. No, it was it not. No. no. It takes a little bit. Yep. And so on our got, merch where it says, you know, aggressively average, we're just gonna cross it X. out. Cross it out, yeah. Yeah. Filthy casuals. Yeah. Honestly, that's actually a really good idea for merch. Just saying. Because that's exactly what we're describing. We did. <laughs> I would honestly wear that sweatshirt, but that's because I work for them. I am them. I, <laughs> I'm a filthy casual, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Who else is drinking? What you are you did, guys drinking? You did inspire the name. I do have a... Uh... Am I the filthiest or the most casual? Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, you have the only fans, so you're the filthiest. Definitely the filthiest. <laughs> I take that with pride. I'm definitely the most casual. Yeah. You don't even have a headset on. I'm okay. A, I'm, you are I'm, not I'm, the most I'm, casual, Mr. How many hours in literally... I don't even know. Before your girlfriend, which is quite recent, I'm pretty sure... Good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, you were the least casual gamer. Maybe. Maybe beaten by Christian. Maybe. What? I don't know. I think Christian games more than all of us, just as general. All of us combined, the amount of leagues this kid plays? Forget about I think it's just because I still am not sure if or what he does for work. So I think it's just mm-hmm. gaming. But <laughs> <laughs> not streaming. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. We, uh, we've been playing hades though not oh and obviously christian is the least casual because he uh he, was he already like, beat five times yeah like as many fucking times as he feels so like should we explained what hades is so sure. yeah all of us have been playing hades i mean if they don't know, hold way. on hold on hold on let's 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 introduce ourselves my name's dan true i'm i'm the least filthy and the least casual of all of you um and i'm part of this co- podcast i dave who are you Dave, <laughs> I'm t- 
tied, I'd say, probably for the most casual. Okay. Um, filthy okay. Ferguson Jim, and I am absolutely the most casual, hands down, but definitely the filthiest. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Right, so you're all just the same. Nice. So I'm Christian. We came up with this name so that people could find other people like them. They can relate oh, like Henry to, Cavill. Like Henry, Henry Cavill, yes. Yeah. Cavill or Cavill? Is this a Six Flags thing again? No, it's definitely Cavill. If you're a group of dudes who jokes about making a podcast all the time oh, while they God. play Smash Bros, we're the guys for you. Or, women, oh, women play video games too. Yeah. Way to oh, just be... Plus, I told you guys I'm filthy. I'm filthy. It's just yeah. can't help it. <laughs> okay, to be fair, so. it's a males only fan, so that's pretty mm -hmm. impressive. <laughs> also, like in the net, I guess. Yep. <laughs> There's a market for it. <laughs> Everyone wants to judge your naked deadlift. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I lift more when I'm naked. Uh -huh. Yeah, who doesn't lift naked when you have a home gym? Honestly, they wouldn't know. I don't think that's the question. It's who doesn't lift naked in their home gym and stream it to OnlyFans? Mm. That is a much that's more a precise, question. alienating question. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you guys no see that really Seinfeld know. episode about that? Where the nudist <laughs> moves into his apartment and tries to, like... Oh, back in 1999, yeah. Yeah, well, he's older than that, but, like, he's... She was like, he was like, <laughs> like, oh my god, this is great. There's a nudist in my apartment. Woo. But then she does things like in normal life that makes it like not interesting to be a, have a nudist in his apartment. Like she'll sneeze. She tries to lit open things with like open t jars that are just like too tight. You can't open them. And he's like, wow, the human body is like not that great looking when it's doing normal tasks like when you have a sneezing fit or working out or whatever so it's like i just thought that was like an interesting parallel you're like a seinfeld episode james whoa honestly i've always kind of felt somewhat aligned with with seinfeld's humor right that average day-to-day -day average joe finding the funny parts of getting up every day going to work coming home and living life I'm the funny part of all that, actually. But <laughs> anyway, we were trying to talk about Hades, bringing it back to why Games our wonderful, wonderful listeners here. Christian, you're the only one who's beaten it. Uh, actually, no. Excuse me. You're Dave the only one who's beaten it. For the first time last night. He's the yep. only one who's beaten it five times. So That's let's true. hear it from the master. True. He's probably done it with more than one weapon. So Hades. And what even means that more than one weapon? Go for it. Is a newer game it's a roguelike dungeon crawler uh for those of you who don't know what that is roguelike is basically a game that when you die lose all your life you go back to the very beginning of the whole game lose all your progress lose all your items and you start completely over these games can generally be beat in like under an hour maybe three hours tops depending on the run uh but each time you go through you there's like run specific upgrades so like you do we call it a run because you play the game through so many times you get upgrades in a run 
that last for that run only, and then you lose them when you die. But then they're all also persisting upgrades that you can unlock by doing certain challenges and stuff. So there is some power creep. Anyways, it's really fun. It's uh, Greek mythology in its theme. Mm. It's made by the company Supergiant, which made titles such as Bastion, Transistor, Pyre. Very uh, well-reviewed. And yeah, we've all been playing it. It's super fun. I will say, uh, the Greek mythology aspect got me there. And then the content kept me there. I, I was just explaining. I played a couple dungeon crawlers. Christian actually told me I liked Hades so much to give uh, Binding of Isaac a try. And I didn't try it that long, but like it's one of those where a game like Binding of Isaac, you can get into, you can build up, you can get better. But Hades, you start it, and you're like engaged. For a game that has no commitment, I mean, you could literally do a 30-40 minute run and then just do the same thing over again. They still just have this perfect way of bringing in the story and the characters, and it's all Greek mythology. So, like, Who it almost feels mythology? like you you know uh, some of what's going on already, and then you're walking into the stories between these characters. And every time you do a run, you come back, and, like, the characters are evolving. They have their own story going on that you're a part of. And, like, there's something every single time. So, like... So that's actually my favorite part about the game. Well, like the idea of a roguelike game is really not conducive to a story at all because you die and you just start the game over. So like, how can the story possibly progress? But that mechanic is actually built into the story of the game. You're the idea is you're playing as Hayes's son, Zagreus, and you're trying to escape hell. So you're fighting through all the different levels of hell. But when you die, since you're a god, technically, you just revive back in the bottom of hell and all of the other gods that live down there are there and you can talk to them and so each this isn't like dante's inferno hell right with nine circles of hell no, this, this is, is like the greek mythology greek hell. Wrong, wrong the world, realm bro. of hades Tartarus, <laughs> okay. yeah. bottom bottom of the bottom of the barrel yeah. Tartarus, asphodel elysium plains elysium where all the good where guys the, go where the champions yeah. yeah this is just the afterlife for everybody sure anyways each time you you the like the minor subplots will evolve each time you play through no matter when you die but what i love about this game is each time you beat it it rewards you with not only like in-game upgrades and allowing you to get more materials upgrade your weapons and stuff but it advances the story like significantly each time you beat it and it's so satisfying and it just keeps getting more interesting like they said i've only beaten it five times but it is getting really good and i don't want to spoil anything so i won't talk too much about story anymore so that's interesting i mean it seems like there's a lot of replayability it is all get to the point that's like the whole idea of it advancing the story <laughs> i feel like that turns game like that that takes like traditional games like traditional dungeon style games and kind of turns it on its head right where the story is what drives the dungeon the story is what creates the dungeon but now in this world we have we have a story and we have our dungeon, but you have to do the dungeon over and over again to get to to progress the story. It reminds me of like Fantasy Star where we would play the dungeons over and over and over again, 
without there being a story really in Fantasy Star, like there was a small, very you know broad story. There wasn't anything too crazy there. But this, it seems like the point, and once you beat dungeons in Fantasy Star and move to the next difficulty level, there wasn't much that you got in reward for that except for like better items. Now here, it sounds like it's more about advancing at a higher difficulty level, pushing yourself through familiar terrain, making it uh, slightly more challenging or less familiar with each run to advance this plot. Yeah, I feel like the game builds like your reward other than incremental, you know, power increases. Your character does get better over time incrementally. And the game also does scale to account for that. But the real reward of the game is the story happening in the background. And it seems like something a lot of people would be like, but I don't need that. But it's just enough where whether you are for the story or you're a guy who just skips the text boxes, it's like it's just enough to be like, yeah, this is nice. Like there's something happening here. And I mean, too much that I'll ignore it. But it's not too little that it's like pointless. I uh, as a Perfect. as one of those guys who uh, who can at times skip the text boxes because like I want to go kill stuff quicker. Um, <laughs> I will say like the storyline. I like I really like that it has the voice acting also with it. Yeah, um, is not huge. I probably wouldn't it. read it honestly if it's yeah, a lot of personality acting. with yes. the voices too. And like the the voice acting is really well done, and how they piece it together, where every text box has the voice acting with it, and like how it is kind of it's built in very well with the storyline, like everyone's saying. And I think my I, it reminds me a lot of like elements of you, know, you think I think of like Zelda with like the dungeon crawling in Zelda, how like each room's like a different puzzle and everything like that. It's more hack and slash with this, like almost more like that ARPG feel, but like yeah. It gives you a, like, sense of reward and that power creep you want from, like, a looting-based game. Because, like, you're trying to collect stuff. You're trying to get resources. Um, but, like, at the same time, it does have enough of a easy-to-follow storyline. Um, like, it's very easy to just go back to, like, when you die, you go back and you just start talking to the NPCs. Um, like, you can't help but, like, not go around and make sure you talk to each one of them. They'll have, like, um, an exclamation point. I mean, you can't yeah. just leave that there. Yeah. Unless you're insane. Yeah. It's, so, like, that's such a great design decision, too, is that you have this subtle cue where a small exclamation point above an NPC that is otherwise not relevant to what you have to do, get out of Hades, but you can't pass it up. You don't know why, because you don't really care, but you have to check up on it. And then you start to be invested in it more. And you do get stuff that actually helps with your gameplay by advancing certain subplots. Again, I don't want to spoil anything, but like certain upgrades for your weapons and stuff like that. And like giving those like gifts and stuff to the NPCs is a really nice way to build in like getting rewards for talking to them because you can't, you're not going to just give them the gift and then not talk to them also yeah, like the relationship system where you have the hearts for each character that's pretty cool yeah now for me all this stuff is like absolute gold in this game but what really was the hook line and sinker especially if you have any any adoration for greek mythology you don't even need it but when you're playing 
you get these opportunities to encounter different mythological gods, which are known for what they do. You know, the god of love, the god of war, the god of this, the god of that. And they basically, when you encounter them in a room, they give you the opportunity to select one of three randomly generated gifts that this god will bestow upon you to help you through your run. And now that is where I feel like this game becomes basically perfect where you start with your selection of different weapons all different types of fighting styles very different from each other and you take that and then you go into the they call them boons these god gifts that you get as you go and you use them and you're stacking like by the end of a run you're stacking like 10 or 12 of these things and they all go towards you know making this run different or better and you can gear them towards the weapon you have or what you plan to accomplish sometimes you're making a run just to get stuff sometimes you're making a run because you want to win and you know all that is just it just works so well together it it reminded me of tft in that way where you're playing a build you're TFT? making a build to play a game tft team fight tactics comparing is hades to tft <laughs> I know, I know, but as far as things that appeal to me, it's, this is my version of gambling. You will never see me better. in a casino spending money, but when it comes to a build where you're like, ooh, I really feel like this is going to go so well with what I, I got to try it, and then oh. you're 20 minutes into a run and it completely tanks, and that's your it. Version of you gambling have to start is, all over again. Your version of gambling is zero risk, zero tangible reward. High reward. Yes. <laughs> that is what he, he most, said. The most casual <laughs> high reward. Yes. Zero risk, yes. high reward what is reward? the kind of gambling <laughs> I can sit on my couch, drink, and play for hours. And this, my friends, is why James shall be the filthiest of casuals. The filthiest of casuals. <laughs> but see, why else do we play games other than to get that? little reward in the back of your head that oh, says that you accomplished work. something today no wait you accomplished a lot today and you should feel really good about it uh -huh. exactly and, and there's something about <laughs> making a build there's something about making Man's your own thrill right it's like i really hope you guys are being sarcastic ah, i'm not being sarcastic that's <laughs> what we do that's why we game you made a build and it worked that time and yep. that's that's you. That's not the game leading you. That's not a, a directive. That's it not is. any it's puzzles. Like you solved something. You feel smart. It's nice. You just well, you like... put it together and you found something that worked. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like there's a, one of the, it, the game it reminded me most of. Truthfully, Hades is um. There's a phone game, and I'm not big on mobile games, but I had played Archero for a long time. This, this does it honestly feels like a <laughs> phone game that was adapted to console yeah. and like fleshed out and made into a full. And game. like one of the reasons why I liked Archero was because Archero. like the like the arrows when you shoot them out, when you get those buffs that like give you multiple arrows or adds in like that passive skill of bouncing arrows around. Hades has like a much more robust system on like making a build that has like james was saying like multiple passives that like all could potentially enhance each other or like they could just make your entire build go to shit like and i think like that risk and reward with it really they did such a good job where it's simple um and i feel like so many games out there nowadays like when it comes to like 
fighting games of any kind or like hack and slash they're so complex where it's just you don't really want to like delve into it for most people um like i think yeah yeah my favorite like you know because no one wants to delve into that because it's so such a time sink into it you need to like retain so much info I think what separates a game like Path of Exile from Hades, where Path of Exile and Hades share a lot of similarities, and Path of Exile really doubles down on that and goes very deep into like min-maxing yeah. a build or focusing on a, on a strategy, yeah. Hades is thematically consistent with a very tangible like Western idea of Greek mythology that a lot of people can kind of cling to whereas path of exile sure. has its own mythos it's got its own little world that it, it exists in creatively totally solid and founded but like a lot of people know what greek mythology is like so oh, it's really yeah. just like dive in and say it's like more oh, inviting. oh yeah Light totally I'm gonna have lightning crap with Zeus. I'm gonna have like yep. drinking Zeus, crap, my boy. The hangover buff from Dionysus. Yeah. Like, wow, yep. that's so clever to have like a hang. Your enemies are have a hangover now, so it's like yeah. pretty cool. Like it's and it's consistent. Whereas, and I think that yeah, just everything is so well tied together. Yeah. Mm. Also, the main character is super likable. That too. He's very. It's like he's got this like super polite British bad boy vibe going on. Yeah. That I'm but really thinking. Every everything that a... Christian ever wanted to be. Spirit animal. This is gonna be a wild ass <laughs> throwback, but I got Spike from Buffy. A little bit. Spike a from bit. Buffy. A little bit, but like that I don't polished, exactly. polished, less cockney. Spike from Buffy. Mm-hmm. If you say so. But he's know. just like super polite and nice to all the characters, but also like he does what he wants and he's like a rebel and a bad boy. And it's Snarky like, I don't know. Motherfucker. Yeah, he's so sassy. <laughs> yeah. But the dialogue is just. that. I think so, I'm a run such 30. A good character. And there's still good dialogue and I still haven't beaten the game. So that's what you're in for if you get Hades. And also, too, I think a good example of just how how much I think we've been enjoying this game. That was specifically for me is I started playing earlier today when I, like when I got up, I was trying to fit in a quick run before I went to work and I got up to Elysium towards like one of the boss battles and I had to go and my computer stayed on all day and <laughs> it's still running scenes here waiting for me for after this podcast. So I can go like finish the run because good to know i had a really good setup going so you can quit and it'll save your progress by the way even mid in that one yeah yeah that's pretty dope yeah you can just quit at any time and it'll save basically the perfect game also friends out there listening it's on switch it's on pc it's not sure switch? if it's on i know i yeah, wish i, had known I it was wish on i got it on switch because it's like now such a perfect switch game laptop. yeah I it honestly is the perfect for twenty bucks. I'm honestly thinking thing. about buying oh, it. Skyrim twenty times. I can buy Hades twice. <laughs> That's no, true. No, considering, no. oh god, are we all gonna buy it on the Switch? Yeah, you know, my my dream one day though is I want to be able to play my whole Steam library on my Switch. Like, is that so much to ask? Why is that no, not? A thing yes, yet? that's a lot. That is not. That is not. Like, how hard is that? Like, I've looked into this, and there's like nothing that can do it yet. Why not? You I can don't know, play Steam Destiny Box. on your mobile phone, but you can't play 
most Switch games on It's on, because on it's yeah, I mean there's the Switch obviously is exactly what I want, but I want all of the games that I already bought on Steam that I I want to be able to play them on a portable device. Like that's my dream. Yeah. I'm going to make it happen one day, guys. I mean the Switch is the first step. <laughs> I just need to take it apart. Figure out how to get Windows on there. Oh my god, it's actually <laughs> So currently, right now, um, at the time Hades, of the at the time of this recording, Hades is number three on the featured list on the Switch Store, right after oh. Pikmin Three Deluxe and Fortnite. So <laughs> that's I mean, what you're I dealing think with it's, right I now. honestly think it's a contender for best game of the year. Yeah. So I've heard other people say about, that as well. Like, the hard numbers. It's got a 92 Metascore, a 9.0 User Score. A lot of people really like it. There's not too many. There's one negative review on uh, Metacritic. Who's that asshole? With a <laughs> yeah, lot. Right. Okay, it was uh, user sex sixty nine. That right there, you know. <laughs> no, that guy's trustworthy. I've seen it. That guy's one of us. You know, definitely a filthy casual. I did it with a lot of anticipation, but it wasn't fun. Dungeon and fighter would be more fun. And he's review. really good at writing too. I, really I good. don't know where he's getting this zero out of <laughs> James. 10. You just James literally just bought Hades on the Switch. Uh, I mean, it was there and it's yeah. currently installed. It's actually five dollars more on Nintendo. But that's, oh, that's definitely filthy casual. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's like buys all the DLC but never plays the character or mm -hmm. never plays the game. Oh, you got to start over now though. Yeah, but you know what? I'm really tired of getting into the 30s range of runs without beating the game, so this is a fresh start for me. <laughs> no, it took me to, like, I think 26 or 27 was my first win, pretty sure. When I say 30s, it's like upper. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, there was a couple times I was like, I'm just going to run in and get some darkness and go. It gets easier. Like once yeah. I have all of the mirror upgrades maxed and everything like that, and some yeah. weapon aspects, it definitely gets way easier. The funny thing is, I, I play this with my Switch controller anyway, so this really Same. shouldn't have been done a while ago. I mean, do we want to talk about any strats? Yeah, Gosh. I have a strat idea, or I have a strat question for you, for you guys that are a lot less casual than me. When you play and you like pick out your weapon and your aspect, and you have a uh, play in mind do you try to diversify your build by getting boons that kind of a boon for every uh, ability for example or would you try to double down on the perk that you're really hoping to um take advantage of during this run what's your strat or the do second you one mostly the second one most now what is, how do you play that in into how do you take that into account with i take health because it'll make you choose between a boon and an additional health slot i think boons are almost money. always better unless it's like you specifically need health for a certain reason but right. you find that one boon that's like rare or epic or higher that you really like like one of my favorite is Ares's doom on the special Oh, okay. That adds like an yeah. extra 120 damage, and then you just keep yeah. buffing that up, and then you get other boons that like buff other Ares boons that buff that that like effects that make your Doom do more damage. There's one oh. that makes your attack instantly make Doom go off, stuff like that. Yeah. Also, I know so, like 
the buffs are really like or like the debuffs are really strong in it too. So like I like prioritizing like I've done like ice like like the frozen buff is like can be really mm. good at times. Oh, chill um, is amazing. Yeah, like chill is really yeah. good. I know also too. I like going where like I've had a bunch of runs that like my, some of my best ones have been where I've gotten like a bunch. Like I've had a lot of passives going, and I've just been leveling, and I've gotten lucky on the rolls of like with like leveling up the skills. When you get to like level five on like either like your attack, especially with the attack skill on most of the weapons, like. You start to do ridiculous damage in the late game, so I was finding like doing a lot of leveling and focusing just on the leveling of certain boons was working out really well. Um, and definitely the hearts too. You can buy them, like just go buy them at the shop, like buy them along the way. Like don't go into the darkness ones. Go into whenever they give you a heart versus like anything else other than like weapon upgrades or like boons. Go for the heart. What I would say is pick a strength. And do your best to align yourself to it. So, like, you pick a weapon, that weapon comes with strengths. And you're going to find boons that follow that strength. The thing with hearts, where you want to increase your health before you're, you know, before you meet Hades and everything, those boss battles. But, you know, it's one of those where the point of the game is to not take damage and to get better. So if you're focusing too hard on health, you're missing out on these boons that just increase yeah. your overall attack, your dodge, your speed, your this, your that. And then once you have those boons, the boons themselves are upgradable. Meanwhile, health is health. So it, there are some boons that'll make it so you almost barely take damage unless you're in a boss That's battle anyway. That's what I was anyway. just going to say. Is there's a um, lot of boons that make it so you really don't need health. There's ones that make you resistant to damage, ones that make you dodge more, even ones that make you heal, like, yeah. per hit. Yeah. Now, boss so. battles are their own beast. You know, it wouldn't be the amazing game it was if these boss battles were incredibly easy and you could fly through them. But it's one of those where you get better. It's not about needing the health all the time. The boss battles are amazing by the way yeah. yeah you just feel so epic especially when you get the hades for the first time oh my gosh when he takes I've off the never... cape oh, and it's just like that old western music and oh my gosh i just i get chills <laughs> <laughs> literally darth vader luke battle like crazy shit and it's like father versus son and it's oh it's so good yeah so we've been talking we've been spending a lot of time James Talk. with his, sorry, James with his Star Wars reference, and then Christian with his father son reference. Just <laughs> always, always the best. I gotta yeah, I thought I made it clear, but yeah, it's cool. you know, I, um... I had to, yeah, I had to re <laughs> clarify. Coming from the guy, I actually didn't put that together until after I said it. Mm, you filthy casual. <laughs> Dave's got a point, though. James, you hate Star Wars. Yeah, how I do. dare you? How I dare do. you oh, use it as a? I just became the most hated person on this podcast. I, I don't hate Star Wars. I just don't like. But you Star have Wars. said that statement. Yes, yeah. you've said yeah. I hate yeah. Star Wars, and he's not. I even hate to emphasize that I don't. I don't love it. <laughs> he's not a either. So it's like it's just yeah, so casual. Lord of the just, Rings, man. All I'm saying is Star you can Wars. Like both Star Wars yeah. and. It's Star Wars and Star Trek, dude. There's no Lord of the Rings in that mix. You're one of the yeah, other. They're totally you know, For some reason, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings have been compared my entire life. But by who? Just, 
Maybe yeah. it's me because I don't like Star Wars, but who knows? It's no, been no, the last no. no. It's Lord years. of the Rings versus Harry Potter, <laughs> and Star Wars versus Star Trek. Yes. What? You're no. one of the Harry Lord of the yes. Rings Harry Potter. A little bit. Yeah, I it, mean you're kind of one or the other. Oh, Think yeah, about it. That's true. That's true. You're, you're, I like you're both right. of them are like my favorite: Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Oh, I don't know. You might be. You like both. I love Harry Potter. Don't get me wrong, but I'm a Lord of the Rings guy. Dude, I could not. And I feel like that statement makes sense between Lord of the Same. Rings and Harry Potter. <laughs> not gonna. Lie. Oh, that's an easy Do choice if I had not, to give up one. Are they not in the same box for you? No. It's no, fantasy. They're... It's magic. It's uh. They're they're coming separate of age. but equal in my. Brain. How do you the see thing the about world? Lord of the Rings? <laughs> How do you look at something and decide where it belongs? How do you categorize it? <laughs> oh, that's the um, that's the uh, the you know the guy in the, the back of my head. That the, the guy in the back of your head tells you. Yeah, I don't know well, where that guy he needs to watch. It, but when Star I go Wars. to when I go to find the shit that he he puts somewhere's in there, he tells me where it is, and I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense. You know, like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, not the same box. That's all I know. Oh my god, I don't get that one. I'm a I'm a Christian in this one. Damn. Damn. I actually. Well, so you love Star Trek them. then? I enjoy Star Trek way more than Star Wars. There you go. That's what I was saying from the start. I mean, that's fine, How but many yeah. Episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> more than uh, you watched one. Star. The original, I've seen all. Of them. Uh, the wait, like this, the TV show. The black show? and white, shitty, not shitty, but when I say when I say shitty, I mean black and white, just because it's like <laughs> ancient Technicolor. But no, the show is pretty good. I've seen it all. That was a good. That was a good like five month, six month venture of just like binging, you know, that in my spare time. All right, let's stop depressing people. Seriously, I know, everybody <laughs> hates me now. Yep. But, yep. <laughs> They might There's... hate me on here, but they might love my OnlyFans. So we'll find. Are you a are you a Picard fan? Are you a Picard guy or the other one? Because I'm a Star Wars guy. I don't know. James is making like a fish face where his like mouth is opening and closing, closing and trying to like figure out what Dan's asking him right now. Are you Picard? The other guy. Yeah, I mean, there's only two of them. Kirk. Mm-hmm. Thank perhaps you. Kirk, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. This feels like a guess. <laughs> like the right answer, but it's a subjective question. I'm sorry. I'll spell out my, my sarcasm for you a little more clearly, if that helps. All right. So we've been talking a lot of good things about Hades. Uh, are there any bad things? Yeah. There's Would 23 we... minutes left to download on my Switch. Would there be any improvements that we would make to the game? What would we do to this game to make it better? More loot. More. Loot. No, no, it doesn't need more loot. I one of the beautiful things about it loot. is that it doesn't want, have more loot. That's one of I my favorite parts. I want weapons. Parts. I want so many fucking weapons. I want like chain, like a chain whip. I want like like claws i want like crazy fucking samurai sword shit going on i want See, like boons i feel like augment your weapons enough that you kind of get a little bit of that yeah but i want like 
I want more weapons. I want to like, be able to also like find weapons. I want to find like secret weapons. I don't. I truthfully, I'm not a fan of like that they just appear like they do. Like I want like I want quests in the dungeons where you have to like fight a separate boss or like I want chambers that aren't like. I think it'd be really cool if it wasn't also as linear. Okay. You're literally repeating on the all idea my of favorite like, parts of this game. So right. So like you honestly to to clarify. <laughs> people who haven't played the game you go through a number of rooms the rooms are random but after a certain number of rooms you have a boss encounter and then that pattern repeats as the room count grows until you get to the last boss that's the idea so you're saying dave have more of like a map where or like you follow i think a, i think more like rooms like a, like, like a different path i probably like it better like, like more of like a pathing of like where like, yeah, that's gonna still follow the same linear progression in the end, but giving you more like like choice in which direction you're taking. Like, I feel like the rooms, like, yeah, you get to choose which like thing you want as a reward in the next room, right? But like, I feel like the pathing in general is just to it's just random. Like, and yeah, you can choose to, like, avoid some of the, like, mini boss fights and stuff by choosing the room that doesn't have a little boss icon on it. But, like, I think it would be really cool if there was, like, like I said, like, like weapons or some, like, special rewards or, like, finding, like, secret areas. So, not to spoil anything, but after you beat the game, you get these things called Packs of Punishment, which yeah. make your runs harder. And there's another thing you can unlock with the Contractor that creates these secret rooms yeah. that have heat requirements. Sure. Um, so if you're doing a run and your pact of punishment is say at like 15 heat, which is like really hard by the way, that will unlock a randomly generated secret tunnel that will take you a different path through the dungeon. Uh, oh, I haven't experienced yet. I've only beaten the game on up to three heat, so I've never unlocked one. Sure. Something like you're describing. Yeah. I feel like though, like that mechanic though earlier in the game, and then adding yeah, it, it takes a like, while to get there. Later. Like I think like that's the thing. Like, I want like I like the being rewarded with items. Like I think how freaking epic would it have been to like fight a mini boss and like it drop an item, like oh. dropping like an actual like just weapon, like that weapon that appears in like your like that shop area where you'd still have to unlock it with keys. But like how cool would it be if it like dropped the chest? And when you brought it back to the skeleton guy, he was like, oh, here, bud, I'll, I'll get that for you. And he pops it open, and there's, like, a locked... Like, you have to use your keys to unlock it. And then you get the weapon. I think, like, that would be a cool... I just think it would be rewarding. Yeah, I, cool. I, you kind of had... Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I think what I... From a design perspective, though, I kind of appreciate what I hear from Christian is, like... When you're playing the game so many times and you add heat to just increase the difficulty, it's only then that this new dimension of the game is introduced. So it kind of just increases the ability to replay it and incentivizes this this heat concept. Oh yeah, I, I biggest... do agree with you, Dave. It kind of sucks. Like that would be a really cool mechanic to introduce early game. Maybe even like before you unlock all the weapons with those skeleton keys, doing that as a route to unlock weapons, for yeah. example. But I do appreciate have, like having the patience to like hold off on all of those features while building out this game. Kind of, 
I feel like that sets it apart. That puts it in another class. Oh, yeah. And it obviously makes an endgame. And I just got to the endgame. So, like, I just started with the Heat stuff. And, like, I'm I'm, like, I'm excited to see what other content there is and everything. And I'm excited to hear that there's stuff like that later on. I just very much like items, like, yeah, all guy. over my screen because I am that root part. And I'm I want dopamine. They kind of do exactly what you're saying, just in a more complicated way. Like, you meet the boss, and you get uh, a material that you can use to unlock not a totally new weapon, but a different, uh, the same weapon with a different move set. So it's the same idea. And the thing with the heat is each time you add heat and you beat, say, the first boss, you get another of these materials for each each you had on. So it progressively lets you unlock more move sets for the weapons. But yeah, there are only what six weapons okay um so. and each with four different move sets james you're a little quiet james you sound you sound yeah, like you're your mic a little closer quiet. to your mouth can you hear me now sort of mm. not really really that's pretty low how about now that's eh. fine it's good enough all right what's in anyway hot takes what i'm okay dave what dave is describing is the 12 year old who's just come home from trick-or-treating getting this big bag of candy and he wants all that candy all at once and he eats everything and then he realizes he probably shouldn't have eaten all that candy at once and it's not that great (laughs) honestly too much loot's a bad thing i think the great thing about this game is how it paces the loot it makes you work for it and the slow incremental builds to what you have like you have you have six weapons at your disposal and what dave is describing okay right but what (laughs) dave is describing is basically what the game already does in a different way where instead of giving you this amazing weapon at the end it gives you an item that helps you alter the weapons you already have. Well, it's just really slow. Set. Okay, wait a second. Let me be clear. I never said you get a weapon for killing Hades. That's not what I said. I said it would be cool to unlock the weapons and progressively unlock them as drops. As you go, it would be the same weapons even in the same system. Do you mean, do you mean like random drops or like you complete like, this challenge and you get this weapon? Like there's a room with a mini boss that would then have it and you'd have to like... And like, that mini boss has that specific weapon. Yes, something okay. like that. Where like it would be, but it would be like a separate pathing that maybe you have to work towards or maybe you have to make a choice in which direction they give you two paths in Africa. You know what I mean? And you can choose, you want to go this way towards this boss, which is my lead in one direction, and this way in another one. Or, like, maybe there's a cost-benefit. Like, maybe, like, you go to the right path, and it's going to be a shorter path, but it's more challenging bosses. Left paths maybe has more rewards, like, currency-wise. Um, you know, something, I don't know, something like that. I'm not saying, like, it's got to be, like, Path of Exile here. All I'm saying is I think it would have been cool to unlock this stuff by killing something. I think it, rather than it just appearing in well, it like appears in the room before or after you kill something. Yeah. You earn it either way. And I think one of the best parts about it is that it's not overcomplicated by having this endless amount of random loot that you can have that, you know, you have a set, what I said. set types of loot that allowed, you know, basically different upgrades nah. and different things. I get what Dave's saying. He's just like saying every time you beat the Fury Sisters, uh, like with a different weapon or a different heat level, you always get Titan Blood. 
and like that's it that's all you're ever going to get you're just going to get titan blood every single time and it'd be cool if maybe you got a weapon from like more rng and like or even more rng with it where it's not so linear and not so like just like you know where there's more a little bit more randomization with it i know the boons are randomized and everything but i like the i like the concept of like keeping the basics all the same like don't be changing or revolutionary changes to it but just strictly like that there's a little bit more rng where it's like that feeling of gambling with like or like just the amount of loot you get is a little bit more random yeah i get what you're saying i disagree but i get what you're saying it's not linked you know it's not it's you know it's like it's the idea of like how excited are you when you run into a a dungeon and link and like zelda and you pick up a pot and you toss it and there's like a ruble in there that's worth a shit ton more than a fucking shitty I'm ruble. sorry. A what in there? <laughs> rupee, whatever. Ruple. Oh, whatever ruple? they're called. What rupee. country is this? Is that even money in Ruby. You know what I mean. I don't play Zelda that much. They're, they're, they're repetitive. Oh, see, repetitive? I don't know. Maybe that's why I like this game so much, because it's a little more on the comfort, slightly repetitive side. Yeah. Um... I will say that James, you managed to just with that Halloween candy uh, metaphor, just say exactly what James, what Christian and I were saying in like a, an exceptionally rude way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Very good. I'm the filthiest of the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep up my name. Let's go. Well, what would you guys change then? What for would me, you for me, the one thing is so there's like. There's like a bunch of different kinds of materials you can get. They all upgrade different aspects of your gameplay, whether it's like your you as a person, the kinds of boons you find, your weapons themselves. But there are some materials that have uh, much more longevity as you play than others. For example, the darkness. I've only beaten it like five times. I've not even touched. If the story feels like I've almost gotten nowhere, uh, and I know there's so much more gameplay out there. I'm not even close to unlocking all the weapon aspects or anything like that. And yet, Darkness, which is one of the materials you get, almost has no use already for me. I feel like I haven't gotten anywhere in the game, and I've already used all of it that I can use. So that feels kind of bad to like keep getting that, and it's just like kind of pointless. Well, you can exchange it for other goods as well, but I do. See yeah, eventually, way. but it still feels bad. Yeah. yeah. That's valid. Yeah, like, it'd be cool to be able to, like, infuse or do something like... And I think even if there's Endgame, and who knows what more the Endgame has, but, like... That's true. We, none of us have, like, got Adding crazy more, far. like, options, and maybe they have something in there. Like, you know, but I think adding in, like, some other elements or, like, a gambling element with it where, like, you could gamble a certain amount of darkness or something for, like, you know, other things... You know, some, I don't know, I like RNG. I would add a rune system that creates buffs for weapons, regardless of the aspect, similar to the um, the item drop or the loot concept you're talking about, Dave, but basically there's like a, you know, with every major encounter, there's like a half percent chance that a rune will drop and that rune, you just apply it to a weapon, and it does, like, 5% base damage increase. I mean, or, isn't that just the hammer upgrades, pretty much? Yeah. yeah permanent. Oh. Um, like I bought a power upgrade. 
it is a lot of power creep, but then it kind of allows you to go into those different, um, those punishment packs. Mm-hmm. And each weapon would have its own, like, you couldn't necessarily, um, for example, the bow may have something about, like, firing rate. You could just increase firing rate. The spear would increase the range that you could attack with the spear with. Uh, the sword may increase base damage, ammo, or more ammo in the machine gun. They have that on the aspects, of, I know. Yeah, a lot of those those things you're describing are on the aspects, actually. But I know, too, I think it would be cool then, too, like, if, like, with the runes, like, a concept with runes so on each weapon, like, where maybe you could, like, if you have certain runes, like, maybe it makes the weapon, like, prefer certain gods. Like, maybe, like, it, like, has, like, an additional, you know, like, Zeus boons, you know, uh, are like five percent more effective or two percent more effective, whatever it is, like like little things like that, where maybe it like pushes you to make more choices in the run on like which boons you want to push for. And you, yeah, and you can like you can have a, a little area in the in the house of Hades where all of the pantheon gods are, and when you collect the rune for that pantheon which maybe you can't even do unless you have a boon in every boon slot from a, the same god then you have cool. a chance of getting the boon and then that that rune would fill in a place in the pantheon for where that god comes from and then it would imp- improve synergies with other boons from that from that god i, I feel like that would be a nice tie into the loot concept you're talking about dave that yeah uh, and like I'm not talking like massive drops, like once no. again. I'm talking about like small things, small little things that like when I kill someone, I feel like I get more reward. And it's also like not a common thing. Yeah. Yeah, like very rare, like a rare drop that's just like, okay, I've killed, you know, Meg, you know, thirty times now and like it's getting a little old. She only drops like darkness now whenever I go in there. Like Oh shit! She dropped some darkness and this other trinket thing or something that like this rune, whatever it may be. Um, it's like an extra bonus little drop, you know, something really rare that you have to like really grind for. Yeah, yeah. I think all of our criticisms are ultimately pretty minor. Yeah, uh, we all fell in love with this game pretty quickly. <laughs> it's uh, very well done. We haven't had a game like this where we all just started playing. We literally all, it's not like a multiplayer game, but multiple times since we started playing, we've all just like sat in a call and just like played simultaneously. <laughs> and discussed and strategy. Discussed, yeah. Like, like how often better? does a game like that yeah. come around? Like on chaos, do I go for the minus health on each attack? Is it worth it? Do I take the one that busts my damage based on how much gold I have? Like we spent a good amount of time talking about that one. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Play it play it with friends definitely separately. definitely worth it definitely a good game would play again have you guys tried anything else from Supergiant? i haven't i Not haven't yet. yet i've heard a lot of good things about bastion hmm. um and also transistor i got them when they were on sale the other day on steam for like under five bucks each Nice. Yeah, I remember when Bastion came out and it really shook things up but then i never actually played it so yeah, I'm definitely hyped to play it now. Yeah, Super Giant, definitely a publisher to watch. Although, what do we know, right? <laughs> True, um, we're filthy casuals. Yeah. Huh. Well, that 
about wraps it up. I think uh, now is the perfect time with 20 minutes left to log into the Destiny end of season event before the season. Oh, true. Um, next season starts. We didn't go through every game that I'm playing, so I didn't get to talk about this. But yeah, Destiny new season starts tomorrow. Yeah, really and exciting. That introduces the the new DLC, <laughs> uh, stasis buff. Um, but it also sunsets a lot of different equipment, a lot of locations, a lot of items, um, with the promise that m all of the new content will make you forget that that old content ever existed. I so. doubt it. <laughs> yeah, Dave. I, I'm never going to forget. You were so committed to that. They <laughs> for me. They tell me because I didn't play all these years that now I'm not allowed to have it. What is this? I spent good money on this game, guys, and now they tell me I can't have things. Did you buy the DLC? People are upset. Yeah. So you're gonna get the chainsaw sword. You got that. Necrotic. Did I buy the DLC? I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. I don't feel bad. You don't even know if you bought the DLC. Yeah, Destiny. You know, they're they're, they're like I said, they're getting rid of my items. Get the get the hell out of here. They're adding new ones. It's yeah. too big. It's just too big. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's sad. <laughs> yeah. Also, League of Legends, ironically, season ends tonight and new season starts tomorrow. Wow. And they are also sunsetting, like, more than half the items in the game. Really? But, yeah, that's what this preseason's all about. It's an item overhaul. The wow. entire item system has changed. Almost at least half the items are changing in some way. And they're adding a whole new item system, how they work. It's going to be crazy. Hmm. Oh. Is this for TFT as well? Because it's the only leagues I play. <laughs> no. I think so, the current TFT season is. That's crazy, too. Because, like, that's, like, that's pretty epic of, like, uh, that's pretty, like, I'm, I'm into that one because I think, like, leagues has had the same items. It's been 10 like, years. For so long, yeah, like that's literally insane. been ten years. And they've done a lot of like changes and added a lot of items, I know, and like like switch things around, but they haven't done like a major. Overhaul. They've never done an overhaul. Of, uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's, that's gonna be insane. I, and I tried playing on it. It's like learning a new game almost. Yeah, you can play on the public beta environment, and it's gonna take a lot of getting used to. So everyone, get on leaks. Start grinding in the preseason. You yeah, don't worry about rank. No stress. Now. There's no ranks. No stress. You just play. Play mm -hmm. with your friends. Play with random people in Discord. It's great. Yeah, just play the sweatiest game known to mankind. Why wouldn't well, you? Start streaming it. Hmm? Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to be playing when I'm streaming. <laughs> I'm going to get like as famous as Tyler One just from screaming all the time. You know, like that's <laughs> that's what we want. That's what, that's the content that people need. All right. Well, this was a great episode. I'll, uh, I think we, I think we did it guys. As Dan thinks about our name and forgets it. Cause we changed it so many times. We are to go back and, and talk to PR now and change we all are. the material. Casuals. Can I Thank be you. PR? I want to be PR. Potentially yeah, the I filthy will. casual gamers. If people no. can't find us or don't mm. realize that we're gamers, the filthy casual gamers. 
currently, as of right now, we're on Spotify under Aggressively Average. We are the Aggressively Average podcast with the PlayStation remote as the logo, not one of the other five Aggressively Average podcasts on Spotify currently. Watch us on Twitch at Aggressively Average. Uh, also follow us on Twitter at Aggressively Average. <laughs> <laughs> but to be clear, we are now the filthy cat. We will, yeah. And now you understand why you, we changed our name. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> and check out my OnlyFans at Aggressively Filthy Jim Here ninety three. Cut it. Jeez. Cut it. This. this. <laughs> <laughs>